Welcome to the Gooder Podcast, where we talk with powerhouse women in CPG about their journeys to success. This episode is sponsored by Retail Voodoo, a brand development firm guiding mission-driven consumer brands to attract new and passionate consumer base, crush their categories through growth and innovation, and magnify their social and environmental impact. If your brand is in need of brand positioning, package design, or marketing activation, we are here to help. You can find more information at www.retail-voodoo.com. Hi, Diana Frank here. I am the host of the Gooder Podcast, where I get to talk with the powerhouse women in the food, beverage, and wellness categories about their journeys to success and their insights on the industry. Thanks for joining us today. Really quick, this episode is brought to you by Retail Voodoo. Retail Voodoo is a brand development firm. Our clients include Starbucks, Kind, REI, PepsiCo, Hi-Key, and many other market leaders. We provide strategic brand and design services for leading brands in the food, wellness, beverage, and fitness industries. If your goal is to increase market share, drive growth, or disrupt the marketplace with new and innovative ideas, give us a call. Let's talk. You can find out more information at retail-voodoo.com or just email me at info at retail-voodoo.com to learn more. So today we get to meet Miss Kristen Schroeder, who is the co-founder and CEO of Moonlight Beverage Company, a woman-owned functional beverage company based in Colorado. Thank you. That's so awesome. We have two new employees that work out of Colorado. Um, The company recently launched two patented first-to-market beverages that harness the power of nitric oxide, oxide, known as the miracle molecule. And the products are Wingman Smart Energy and Love Life. We're going to learn about them a little bit more here this, this, uh, this session, I guess. Kristen brings her chemical engineer interior design superpowers to the beverage industry and is about to change the category again. So... Before we learn about how you're going to do that, hello, Miss Kristen. How are you today? Hi, thanks for having me today. Yeah, where are you calling, or where are you from? Where are you? Where are you working? Where are you? I today? am working in the mountains of Colorado near Basalt, which is about halfway between Aspen and Glenwood Springs, and it is snowing today. It's snowing today. It is uh, early, or about the about the right time. It's a little early, but it was snowing pretty hard a little earlier today, mm. and some of the mountain passes closed, so. That was a little bit mm. of a surprise. <clears throat> oh, all right. Well, you've got the fireplace behind you there. So you're, I you're do. ready. Nice you're cozy. cozy. <laughs> well, hey, let's talk about, I want to talk about Moonlight Beverage and I want to talk about the two products that you have underneath that. But let's start with Moonlight Beverage. Why does it exist? Why did you create it? Well, I'm co-founder of the company and the original idea started with my husband. His family has had a four-generation family dairy that grew into a very large CPG Mm. food and beverage packaging company, and they were not for sale. And then finally, somebody made them an offer they couldn't refuse, so the family members sold, and he was looking for something to do. Mm -hmm. And he did a whole bunch of research, came across the Nobel Prize-winning studies of three scientists on the miracle molecule nitric oxide, and he said, everybody should know about this. Mm. And then with me having a science background, I looked at what he had found and we agreed that everybody should know what nitric oxide is. It should be as common in everybody's lexicon as vitamin C. 
So it's a critical oh. molecule that helps everybody's health. And we wanted to come up with a way for people to have access to it and develop these two beverages. And they're unique enough that we were awarded a U.S. patent for the formulas. Awesome. Now tell us really quickly the difference between the two products. They're both based on a blend of amino acids that help the body generate nitric oxide. But because the branding, the messaging, and the purpose of the products are so different, mm -hmm. we tweak the formulas and then set up different brands and different messaging in order to communicate the story of nitric oxide to the consumer. So Wingman Smart Energy is an adventure-type performance beverage, and it's bringing functional ingredients and energy drink into a new elevated concept. Mm -hmm. And I drink one every day um, in the afternoon while I'm working. And if I go skiing, I definitely need one or if we're hiking at altitude. Mm -hmm. And then with um, the Love Life brand, that one is specifically for vasodilation. So we tweak the ratio of the amino acids on that one. And when the um, initial research was done on the nitric oxide, it was about cardiovascular health, which fits in with our mm -hmm. Wingman brand. Yeah. But they soon learned that there were other benefits, mm -hmm. and the discovery of nitric oxide led to Viagra and Cialis. So, oh, really? Yeah, big market, and Viagra and Cialis are targeted towards men. Mm -hmm. Our product works for everybody, but since women were kind of left out in the cold, we um, developed our brand for women. Aha, uh -huh. right. We were talking about that when we prepped for this call, and, and you were so generous. You sent some samples over, and I had to explain to the folks in our office. I'm like, this is the beverage that you drink at work. If you want to try this, take it home. Let's <laughs> make sure that we keep, you know, and they were just, um, of course, most uh, in our studio, we have, we have one male person. We have one male, which is my business partner. And the rest are, we're all women. And so those products went home. They Good. <laughs> so that that's super fun. And uh, and these just launched this year, correctly? Correct? Is that correct? Wingman, um, we were ready to launch that one nationwide, um, January 2020. Mm -hmm. um, we were going to launch it in the gym and fitness segment. And we had a contract with a national distribution company. Mm -hmm. And then every gym in the country shut down. Right. So we weathered the storm in 2020, launched Wingman in very select markets and kept the company yeah. going. And then we chose to wait until this year and we just launched Love Life now. So we decided that it was just too much to try to launch both brands during yeah. the pandemic. Yeah. Is there a certain market, uh, the the markets that you launched Wingman in, are you so, seeing, pardon? Go ahead and finish. Oh, I was going to say, were the, um, are they performing the way that you had hoped? And are there certain markets that are doing better than others? Um. Our home base is Colorado, and the product mm -hmm. does well here because not only does it help with um, energy, mm -hmm. it helps with high altitude. So it's oh. particularly helpful in the ski communities. Like I said, I drink one before I go skiing or hiking mm -hmm. in altitude. Mm -hmm. So um, people that live at altitude understand the nitric oxide story, and people who are really into working out in gym and fitness understand nitric oxide. My husband and I are originally from Minneapolis. And when we first started working on this, we were talking about nitric oxide. We got a lot of blank stares. Mm -hmm. So as we're launching the product, we're being selective on the markets that mm -hmm. we're going into and educating one market at a time gotcha. and working on getting um, market penetration in specific areas before we go nationwide. So it's available nationwide um, 
on Amazon and on mm-hmm. our website. And then mm-hmm. it's in brick and mortar in select markets. Mm-hmm. Now, you talked a little bit about nitric oxide, um, kind of these, I'm going to call these extra benefits. Uh, there's an energy component. There's um, the, uh, I called it in the office. I said, if this is for sexy time, um, you know, they were, oh, that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. So nitric uh, oxide is, um, it's a signaling molecule that helps with all of the systems in your body. Mm-hmm. And on the, our wingman can, here's the wingman. It says heart, body, mind, which sounds a little woo-woo, but when uh-huh. we're talking about heart, we mean cardiovascular. Mm. When we're talking about body, we're talking about muscles, and we're talking about mind, we're actually talking about brain function. And we do have some other ingredients in here that support that and work synergistically with the amino acids. Mm-hmm. So we've got ribose in there. Everybody wants their caffeine. And then we've got cognizant, which is a nootropic for brain health, mm-hmm. and then um, some B vitamins. So all of these ingredients work synergistically together to help your entire body, help your brain, your heart, your muscles for peak performance. Mm-hmm. And this, in my notes, I said you want to change the world with nitric oxide. You are also saying that it should be as common and as, as vitamin C. What's the disconnect? Is it that it's just new or has, is there some sort of legacy with it or uh, it was um, discovered in the the 1990s, mm. and there was the cardiovascular work, and it's you know biochemistry and it's science, and a lot of times people's eyes glaze over when you talk about science. Um, what we have found is in the last couple of years, oddly with the pandemic, people have started to know more about nitric oxide because there were some studies done about people who had severe cases and were hospitalized, and they were giving them nitric oxide really? into their lungs, and the studies showed that it helped. And we knew from our research and the work we had done that it does help with the immune system, but we're very respectful of people and wanting to be very careful about the Mm. types of claims we make. Then on September 7th, there was a clinical study published showing showing that L-arginine, which is one of the aminos in our product, Mm -hmm. could reduce the symptoms of COVID significantly. So now we're feeling confident that we can make the immune claim. And another quirky thing that came up in our um, team meeting this week is when we were first doing SEO and um, doing Amazon keywords for people to find us online, Mm -hmm. nobody was really looking for nitric oxide. In this last week, we found out that cost per click on nitric oxide has gone through the roof. Everybody's Uh looking for nitric oxide. So the the message is finally getting out there, Mm -hmm. which is is great. So we're um, feeling like we're poised at the right time with our products. Interesting. Okay. Well, I want to step back uh, before Moonlight Beverages for just a moment and kind of talk a little bit about your journey of how you got here. You know, you started out as a chemical engineer, then you made a, it's not really a pit stop because you did interior design for a while before you got to Moonlight Beverage. Can you share the story of those, where you've been and kind of how those experiences are helping you in this brand new endeavor, new, sure. new-ish endeavor. So when I was in school, I was always interested in science and art and problem solving mm-hmm. and creativity and just interested in a lot of different things. So it took me mm-hmm. a long time to decide what to major in. And I really like doing artistic things, but I also really like science. And I thought, well, Da Vinci didn't limit himself to either art or science. He did both. I can do both. 
-hmm. but I had to pick a major and I decided that it was a lot easier to decorate my own house than it was to set up a chemical processing plant in my house. Mm -hmm. And I really liked science and women were really being encouraged to go into STEM only they didn't call it STEM back Mm -hmm. then. Um, So I majored in chemical engineering and I worked for a fortune 100 company for a number of years. And the pivot point was one day my husband needed to be in the dairy with a very high profile customer running a big production run. And I needed to get on an airplane and go do a manufacturing run. And we had a daughter throwing up and it's like, okay, who doesn't get to go to work today? And I was like, this is a problem. So from a work-life balance standpoint, and then also it's like, well, I was getting kind of tired of making flat, gray, clear, black, and white tape. I wanted to play with color. (laughs) So I, um, quit my job and I went back to school and I got an associate degree in interior design and started my own business, which gave me the flexibility to meet the school bus, but to still have my own business. And something that was interesting there is that I was surprised at how often my engineering training helped me with my interior design. Really? Problem solving. um, And I'd be working on a fabric and it's like, oh, I run this test that tells how long this fabric is going to last. And um working with people and the problem solving, and it always comes down to communication. So I did more of um, remodeling and structural type things versus picking out furniture. And I really enjoyed it. And then when um, Carl's family business sold and he was starting this other project, he's like, okay, this is going to be a big project. So we joined forces and dove into this. So he's got the background in CPG, but we both have business experience we both have manufacturing experience. And then I also have a communication background with my engineering. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's so interesting to me because I think people outside of the uh, uh, people who are not in in design or marketing or even in, you know, engineering, whether it's chemical or other engineering, they I think they oftentimes think, oh, design is very artistic. And it can be, but most of the time, what we're designing is solutions, you know, whether, you know, on packaging, we're fixing a problem. How do we communicate this, this, and this, and if we're doing something for a store, it's this, this, and this. And I think the processes are fa- fairly similar. I'm not an engineer, but there's engineers in my family, but the thinking through and the, the research and the development, the trial and error, and it's a very similar process. Am I wrong in that assumption? You are correct. Okay. That, um, it's it's all about critical thinking and problem solving. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, it's always interesting to me to see somebody go from something that's considered very technical to something that's creative, even though it has a technical application. That Jenna, who um, runs the manage or marketing and innovation over at Ecos, has a similar path. She was in chem- chemical engineering and then went to fashion school. And now she works in innovation for Ecos, similar type of thing where these backgrounds just kind of come to coalesce together and make design thinking more robust. If I was to kind of use the use the, those words to kind of describe that. I, I find it refreshing that you're following your passions though, because when you went into interior design, there was a genuine interest there. It wasn't like it showed up and you said, sure, I'll do it. But there was, that was a decision, right? Yeah, I had always been interested in that. And I did have a difficult time trying to decide what to major in because I liked so many different things. <laughs> I, yes, I can tell because now you're in CPG and that is its own beast altogether. Yeah, the, the CPG part came from take your wife to work day. So this was 
This was Carl's idea. And, uh, he uh, is the one that filed the patent. I'm co-inventor on three patents from my technical work as an engineer. And then when he came up with this idea, I said, this one is unique enough. We're going to need to go through the, path, the, the patent process on this mm-hmm. and protect the idea. And he kept wanting help and wanting help. And it's finally, it's like, all right, we're, we're done with take your wife to work day. We're just going to partner on this. Yeah. And do you guys have your own swim lanes, so to speak, mm-hmm. when running the beverage or is there heavy overlap? Um, there's some overlap, but we do try to carve it out. And what I say is divide and conquer. Mm-hmm. So um, we're both very different personalities with our Myers-Briggs. The only thing we have in common is we're both extroverts. So we're both okay. comfortable telling the other one, I wouldn't do it that way. <laughs> so we divide things up. We both have manufacturing experience, but Carl's handling that part. And I'm working more on the the creative and the marketing pieces and then doing the um, the strategic part and some of the executive roles. So yeah, we do divide and conquer because mm-hmm. there's a lot to do in a small startup. And then we've roped both of our daughters into helping us. Um, Did you? Yeah, our one daughter is a um, graphic designer and an artist, and she's um, done our packaging and our branding. And then our other daughter has um, a double major in supply chain and marketing. So even though she has a full-time job, she's participating in the business too. Really? And was it, can you describe kind of those, Yeah, I'm just imagining it being either incredibly bumpy in the very, you know, in the very beginning, or maybe even now. Uh, because I work with my husband as well. And there are times when the swim lanes overlap quite heavily and and we have distinct differences. We're uh, on Myers-Briggs. We're almost on opposite ends of the spectrums in every way, shape or form. But um, in places, I, I'm just curious, like, was it a smooth transition or, you know, what, how did that go? Most days it goes pretty well. It got a little interesting when everybody was on lockdown because both of our daughters moved in with us and all four of us were doing Zoom calls out of the house. Oh, So that was a lot of overlap. Now they're both off doing their own thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, with any kind of business relationship or personal relationship, there are some days that things are smoother than others. Mm -hmm. But um, we always come to an agreement and get to the next step. Mm -hmm. And. As you're moving forward now, your your husband, of course, is in CPG uh, and he's in dairy, so probably knows quite a bit on beverage. Do you rely on him quite heavily or where are you getting your mentorship? Where are you, where are you getting your, um, where are you being guided in regards to just We have a really marketing? strong advisory board. Um, we've got three individuals who have extensive CPG experience. We've got... Um, Alan Murray, who was um, president of North America Tetra Pak, mm. has a long relationship with him from the dairy business. Mm-hmm. And then Don Kremen, who was with Hormel, he ran their um, one of their divisions. And then Mike Pickett, whose family um, invented muscle milk. Mm-hmm. So we've got some pretty high-powered advisors guiding us. And then we have um, a strong team working with us. Nice. Well, and muscle milk, muscle milk was a category disruptor. So that's probably exactly. really fantastic for you yep. to have on for guidance there. Yeah, um, and Alan also worked at um, Next Foods and Good Belly. Okay, well, there you go. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know if this is, uh, you know, because your company is still, still uh, in its infancy, you know, in these first couple of years, but... Do you have any of those moments where, did you have a moment where you knew that you were onto something? Was there something that happened that you're like, yeah, this is the right thing? Was it something that somebody said or did you just instinctively know? 
Um, once we saw the research and how important nitric oxide was and how much it could benefit people, we're like, okay, we think there's something here. And then we did um, the first iterations of the beverage in our kitchen, mixing up the powdered aminos um, into really? fruit and whatever, and then tasting it and then um, using a pulse oximeter to see, did it make a difference? And it uh -huh. does make a difference. And oh, really? um with activities, you know, I'd drink one and then go mow the lawn. And it's like, well, that was a little easier. And then Carl would drink it before he'd play hockey. And he's like, hockey was a little better today. And he's like, well, I think I'm going to drink too. And he's like, okay. So from personal <laughs> experience, you know, we were our own guinea pigs. And it's like, okay, mm -hmm. we can feel a difference. And then um, we gave it to friends and family and had other people try it and did some beta testing. And people are like, you know, I like this. And then with the um, the love life, that one is really personal. So when we ask for feedback on that, all I want to know is, did you like the taste? Did it improve your evening? Mm -hmm. Would you buy it again? Would you recommend it to a friend? I don't mm -hmm. want to know the details. Yeah, of course. And you, this is just brand fresh in the marketplace in the strictly DTC play right now. Right now it's available on Amazon and on our website and Amazon. we're pitching retailers. But as you know, there's a, a cycle and you have to get into the line reviews yeah. and whatever. So we're anticipating that um, this one is going to hit the brick and mortar about Valentine's Day on your okay. first quarter of 2022. So yeah, it's, it's available online right now. And we're giving out samples and um, having people um, try it out. And we're getting some nice orders in on Amazon and, uh, through our website, but it'll take a little while to get it on shelf. Of course. In that experimentation phase, were there any... Um, uh, this is usually a question I ask uh, more kind of like it from your entire experience. Do you have any uh-oh um, uh moments that um, you care to share that kind of has helped you through this development phase? Uh, well, it was a surprise the day that we mixed the aminos in with the fruit juice and it turned from pink to purple. It's like, okay, so now we're going to be really careful on what things we mix together. So the amino acids are um, safe. There's something that your body uses mm -hmm. um, naturally. And we were very careful not to get too cute with the ingredient list and start yeah. mixing all kinds of things in. Yeah. But stay really clean. So there's no artificial sweeteners. There's no artificial flavors, no artificial colors. We wanted to be in the green space with things that are authentic and genuinely healthy for you. Um, mm -hmm. As far as surprises, um, Carl and I both have so much product development experience that we didn't get surprised too much. Probably mm -hmm. the weirdest thing was the fact that there was a can shortage. It's like, well, oh. how can there not be aluminum cans? So right. it, it was the pre-pandemic, the beginnings of some supply chain issues. And mm -hmm. we both have so many, you know, decades of uh, experience in manufacturing. It's like, well, what do you mean there's no aluminum cans? What do you mean yeah. there's no runtime? So that right. was a little bit interesting. And Carl's experience in the dairy and his vast network of understanding um, beverage packaging and all of the contacts he had came in really handy. I bet. Because I, if I remember correctly, we get a lot of aluminum from Canada and China, but I don't know that we do a lot out of the U.S. Is that right? There's a couple of big players. You know, there are some coming out of um, Europe. And then okay. um, ball can is a big supplier. So right, of course. Um, part of it was deciding what size can and mm -hmm. you know, where you're going to run with and getting your supply chain and yeah. making sure that you've got uh, solid relationships has been really important. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And when you think back, you know, what, what's, where's, 
where's the pride coming in? Like, usually I ask, hey, what's your proudest moment so far, at, you know, at this time? And it could be with Moonlight Beverages. It could be with at any point in your career. Well, I'd say one of the big things was the day the patent was allowed because getting a, a patent on a, um, a beverage is not a trivial deal. Mm-hmm. And um, we feel really good about the ingredients that we've got in the product. And Mm -hmm. it's nice to know that um, it's been vetted. So you don't get um, a beverage patent without showing and, you know, a functional beverage without showing that there's efficacy and that the science is real. So that was um, a big celebration day is the the day we got the news that the patent had been allowed. Oh, I'm sure. Well, Kristen, I am really enjoying this conversation we're kind of coming up against the um, last few questions I I have um, that I ask everybody when we wrap up the show. Uh, first of all, the first one is, I love it when my guests share some sort of interesting fact about their either the industry or the products. Just, I call it your happy hour, happy, happy hours. Uh, I don't know, happy hour factoid that you share with your girlfriends when you're having a drink. Do you have anything about either about nitric oxide. I mean, you've shared some interesting facts already, but I wonder if there's something that people would be surprised to know about it. Well, you mentioned happy hour and the, the love life actually makes a great happy hour mixer. <laughs> so it's literally good for happy hour. <laughs> are you are you speaking from experience? Yes, it, it mixes quite well with your favorite spirits. Really? Okay, good to know. Just, Okay, I'm going to have to uh, try that. Okay, thank you for that. Okay. Yeah, um, one of the fun things we did was to um, try it with different spirits and come up with some recipes. And then um, we did some mixology and came up with some uh, unusual recipes like adding in uh, sprigs of rosemary and sure coming up with names for them. So the, the recipe development was kind of a fun thing. Yeah, I and I'm sure that you know, cocktails or mocktails, either way, you could probably have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. So yeah. it's a fun product to work on. And then right. there are times where we're talking about the product. We've got everybody on the Zoom call and it's all the ladies on the call. And one of them will say, Carl, cover your ears. We're going to talk girl talk now. <laughs> He's probably heard it all by now. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, are there any, the, the next question I like to ask everyone is, um, are there any leaders out in uh, any other women leaders that you kind of uh, would like to elevate, simply admire, or rising stars uh, for the work that they're doing right now? And it could be in category or not. Um, so it's somebody that we're very fortunate to have as an advisor on our team is Cherie Jackson. And I know you interviewed her recently. So she's uh, the chief everything officer at Fruise Balls. Yeah. And she's fabulous. We love her marketing savvy. She's come up with some um, really fun taglines for us, like warning gold, get crushed with wingman. And we um, are really fortunate to um, have access to her wisdom and her humor and her creativity. So we really like working with her. And then um, we're also very blessed to be working with Heather Collins at HC Marketing. She's got a lot of experience in CPG. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of business experience, but not so much CPG experience. And we really appreciate her knowledge in um, the natural food space. And then um, about a month ago, something popped up that really surprised me. So Maria Shriver, yes. Kennedy family, super yeah. famous, recently stepped into CPG. Right. And I thought, wait, I want to learn about this. So 
What I thought was interesting about it is that she's a high profile person and she decided to roll up her sleeves and go into CPG. And I'm thinking, why? Well, then she's working with her son. Right. Working with our family. And then um, the really interesting thing about their snack bars, which I think are called Mosh, is that they're for brain health. Yes. And a lot of people are talking about, you know, your muscles and endurance. And due to personal family experience, they're passionate about brain health. And it's like, I like that. So we got um, Cognizant in our um, wingman, which Mm -hmm. is a nootropic, which helps your brain. And it's like, okay, I I think this is one of the next waves is that there's going to be more emphasis on um, whole body health, including your brain, you know, heart, body, mind. And Mm -hmm. I'm really interested to see what they're able to do with that. So we're going to be tracking that brand. Mm -hmm. You might want to check out uh, somebody that I interviewed. I don't know that her episode has gone live yet. Uh, uh, Erica Lipschek, who with a brand called Memory, and mm. it's a su- it's a supplement brand that she's created specifically for brain health, but to offset Alzheimer's because her research has shown that most of Alzheimer's can do, the conditions of Alzheimer's comes actually from lack of certain nutrients and nutrition, and that most cases of Alzheimer's could have been avoided. But once you start degenerating, there's you cannot recover from it per se, or at least not yet, but you can actually stop it from happening because it is not something that is, um, what is it when, like when it runs in your family, it's not something that runs in your family. It literally is based off of brain health. So you might want to check her out. That's N-E-M-O-R-E. So check her out. Um, she's also working in that space. Thank you so much for that. <clears throat> what brands or trends are you, do you have your eye on? I mean, we just, I guess we just talked about brain health. Is that kind of what is interesting you right now outside of what you're doing? Well, we're really looking at um, the, the functional ingredients and, you know, as we're getting older, it's like, how do you um, age gracefully? How do you mm-hmm. stay active? Mm-hmm. Um, so the ingredients that we put into our products um, are to not necessarily turn back the clock, but in order to be healthy and fit and active and still having fun. So we're we're, um, looking at the functional food space and then tracking natural ingredients and to see who can we partner with versus who is the competition. And, oh, well, how did you do that? Right. Oh, you stubbed your toe. We don't want to do that. Right, right. we're, We're tracking the whole industry. Nice. Nice. Well, we have been talking, well, we are talking to still right now, Kristen Schroeder, co-founder and COO of Moonlight Beverages, makers of Wingman and Love Life. Kristen, if people wanted to, uh, where can they, where can they find out more about what you uh, are, what you guys are up to? Each one of the products has its own website. This one is drinklovelife.com. This one is wingmansmartenergy.com. And they can both be found on um, for sale on our websites and on Amazon. And then um, this one is available in select markets in um, brick and mortar. Nice. Nice. Well, Kristen, thank you so much for your time today. And thanks for all that you do. I'm very excited to see what you tackle next uh, and happy to be connected. Thank you for the samples. And um, I, like I said earlier, I want to warn the team. I've already warned the team about Love Life to take it home. So just kind of, you know, say that again for our audience listening today. And 
Thank you everybody for joining us today. Have a great rest of your day and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed our conversation. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you haven't already, be sure to click subscribe and share with your network. Until next time, be well and do gooder.